Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Ted. And I'm Obert. And guys, it's that time of the year again. I don't know if they, if you gotta reach on in, into the, the bramble, the bramble patch of yes. brambles. Yes. And... And the thorns? The thorns? I don't there's, think there's, there's thorns. There's brambles. We're reaching in. It's dark. Re- it's scary. I don't know what I'm finding. Chris, what am <laughs> I finding Halloween? in these brambles and thorns? The Halloween was four days ago. Oh my! I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding uh, a lot. Oh, okay. oh, oh no! Oh, oh, never mind. Hold on. We're going uh, back up. Back up. We're going to the emergency room. Oh no! Oh, it's, no. I'm pulling it out more. It's making it worse. Oh no! Okay, hold on. Uh, grab right. the axe. I'll go, we need. I'll go get a saw. Need to leave it. It's got to chop off his hand. It's done. Yeah. Okay. So Ober's got no hand. Okay, well that was that was a, a mistake because you can go down to your local uh, grocery mart and p- pick one of these up for three or four dollars. It's it's pumpkin season, you guys. I lost my hand for that. Yep. Sorry, oh, my yep. bad. <laughs> no, it's it's time for pumpkin beers this week. Pumpkin beer. That was not the sound I was looking for, guys. But that's the sound of pumpkin. Pumpkin. Uh, a lot of people f- were wondering if we were going to do one. We went through the whole month of October without a pumpkin episode, pulling a sneaky on you, because pumpkin beers are good up until you had that last pumpkin pie after Thanksgiving. That's Correct. right. And then you better be done, because it's time to you Christmas dump beers. Them, dump them down the drain. <laughs> I mean, all right honesty, after Thanksgiving. I took the pumpkin beers that were left over from last year and put them on the floor, and then this year I just put them back in the fridge. Nope. Nope. You did it wrong. You messed up. We talked about I, that. You got you to dump them out. Apparently, but I well, just get rid of them. I am a little. I was concerned. trying to be economical. I'm a little concerned because the pumpkin beer I have this week was a, a special gift from one of my co-hosts, and uh, now I'm a little curious how old it is. <laughs> which, it depends on which co-host it came from. Uh, well, yeah. I, did, I didn't bring a pumpkin beer. No. So yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm pumpkin. I mean, I, for those of you, you can probably hear I'm back in North Carolina. So yeah, we didn't get a know. chance to talk about it last week, but uh, you had a good you had a good trip up here. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was one of those trips. It was so busy, like just busy, busy. We have to parade the kids around. They're basically like Macy's Thanksgiving Day floats. You just like, oh, look how pretty they are. To like. You know, as you drive by and people yeah, wave, right? <laughs> Hold them out the window, be like, "This is Lucas." And uh, but no, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, we hung we hung out and you know brewed some beer and stuff like that. We'll get into that a little later. I think we want to tickle tickle the the listeners' ears a little bit on that. Uh, but it was it was really just, good. Just not with a pumpkin thorn. No, 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 no. We've already we've already lost one hand to the pumpkin patch this year. <laughs> Don't want to lose any ears. Too. <laughs> no ears. Um, but it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun hanging out with everybody. Got to see just about everybody. Shout out to Josh and Justine if you're listening. Sorry that we didn't end up getting together, but um, it was a it was a lot of fun. And I brought home a ton of beer, including the beer that I'm going to be drinking tonight. So well, there we go. So I mean. We have a lot to talk about, but first, <laughs> how was everybody's Halloween? Oh, oh I thought it was, that was a segue to I could start drinking beer. No? Oh, no, no. Nope. You know that there's a million segues in this show. There are. But the question ultimately is, is how was your Halloween? I'm going to go first. Mine was okay. I got no trick-or-treaters. Okay. Mine, I'm mine, glad we segued was- for this very important this segment breaking news Ted got Breaking. no trick-or-treaters <laughs> I went to bed at nine 
Okay, next. <laughs> I um, played beer pong. Oh, there we go. That's well, actually see, there you go. But see? it was adult version of beer pong, which means water in the cups. I was going to say beer pong. Rona. Yeah, beer pong doesn't sound very Rona friendly. Yeah, it's not. And I think that's the moment where you're like, even if you're of legal drinking age, you're not really an adult until you start putting water in the cups. Like if you're still like young and dumb enough to think that the communal beer cups is a good idea, that you're a kid, I think. <laughs> I feel like I've been an adult for a very long time. Water. I've been playing water cup beer pong since college. I mean, I know. We I just found it a lot easier. Very rarely, to... very rarely have I played uh, beer cup beer pong, but I haven't played beer pong in general in five years. Maybe I don't know. I feel like that's too too much, but nah, fine. Well, I think when you change it from beer pong to water pong, it's no longer a drinking game as much as it is a party game where you just casually drink a beer on the side. That's well, true. Not not entirely true. So in college, when we started playing beer pong with water, it was because none of us cleaned our floors. So we never wanted to stick that disgusting ball in our beer. So the the goal was, though, by the end of the game, you had to finish your beer if you lost. So we still made it a drinking game, but it was more, it became more chugging beer pong. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, damn, we lost. Yeah, <laughs> shotgun a beer and move on to the next game. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know, I... I Probably good a good conversation to have is like, what's your favorite like drinking game like that? I mean, I I've, I know we've all had some fun with uh, what's the other one? Flip cup. Oh man, flip cup. I could get behind some flip cup. Yeah, the, what's the one with the cup that you flips? I don't. I don't. Oh, that's that's different. That's a little. <laughs> that's something different. I think that's upside down. Yeah, Australia cup. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call go. it. Yep, yep. There's that's an Australia cup. That's different though. There's also um, a beer ping pong. What's Eddie that? Takers at beer ping pong. I never played that. Oh, grenade is that? That's one. That Grenades is fun. is fun. That's a good uh, put, fun. Put um put uh oil on the floor and then play grenades. It's a lot more fun. It seems that just seems dangerous. Yep. Well, it's the it's follow up to, to the game where we we played at Oktoberfest, the Palooza. Where so after you lose and you've rolled around in the oil, then that's when you chase the naked guy around. Oh, yeah. in grenades. See, I didn't. I didn't know it was an October Festipalooza activity. <laughs> it makes so much sense now. Like, oh man. But yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Well, good. Did you win beer pong? I did. I did. Good. I think I went uh, two for four or three for four. That's nice. that's not a bad record. That's yeah. solid. Yeah. That's. I remember one time a long time ago, and this is going to be quick, but Nick, good friend Nick that we brewed with and myself went ran in, randomly into this guy we went to Lisbon Central School with, and he was like, oh, I'm having a party tonight. Come on by. And Nick and I ran the beer pong table all night at this party. These these guys stunk. It was so bad. <laughs> and I, I, I have never been an, uh, a world-class beer pong player. I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not great. If- if only Team Six Hundred was there to, we would have ran it even <laughs> yeah. harder. But it was that was uh, that was so much fun. And Nick, if you're listening, I know you remember. But uh, I was it was completely random. But it was it was fun. You're one of those you can hit the first nine cups okay kind of guy. Right? Yeah. That last one, ah, such a bastard. Uh, so Todd, play play hit the transition music. It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. 
Thank you for that pumpkin spooky themed transition <laughs> song. <laughs> all right, you guys be all right if I go first this week? Mind if I kick it off? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, you probably should because you have the oldest beer on the podcast, probably. I don't want it to get any older. That's right. And I'm not <laughs> feeling super hot, so I'm going to take my time with this one through the episode. Well, I, I will say that your beer is not that old. Your beer is less than a month old. Nope. I, I see that now. You're right. I have – this is uh, – so this is a beer courtesy of Tud, courtesy of official brewery of the podcast, Labyrinth Brewing. Yep. This is their pumpkin spice um, – I don't know if it's actually pumpkin spice latte, but it's a picture of a scary girl with a pumpkin spice latte in like very fall colors and jacket on. Uh, It says live, laugh, love on the side. (laughs) And uh, it was canned on 10-6-20. So Todd has one of those canning printers. I can guarantee this is not one of the ones he put on the floor for a whole year. Correct. And it is a pumpkin spice latte stout. Oh, look at this. Yeah, pumpkin spice latte style stout brewed with chocolate, lactose, and pumpkin pie spice. We harnessed the power of the sixth Spice Girl for this brew because nothing screams autumn like a pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice. They went full on hashtag white girl and they put the live, laugh, love on the side, which I thought was just just pulled the whole can together. I thought it was great. It was great. I like that too. Yeah. I was a big posh spice fan, but pumpkin spice, she was up there. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, that's that's a good joke. Labyrinth, you guys got to get better at that one. <laughs> I feel bad. I we I didn't make it to Labyrinth. I and I we should we should have went as a podcast. Be like, hey, you're our you're our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You keep on providing us beer. We keep on drinking the beer. Yeah. We're here now. So sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you it's like when you keep on feeding that stray cat and it just keeps on showing up and you're like, all right, I guess you're. Guess you're my cat now. Oh, it's my cat, I guess. Yeah, we've just we've just claimed them as our official podcast or as our official brewery, whether they wanted it or not. <laughs> right. right. So I just poured this into a glass. Um, very light, fizzy carbonation that immediately dissipated. Oh yeah. Uh, so this looks like black water. I'm about to drink. Um, uh, it smells exactly like what you would imagine a pumpkin spice latte stout to smell like um you know it's like someone added a shot of mocha to your pumpkin spice latte got rid of any coffee definitely some chocolatey uh you know black malty aromas um but no i'm really excited about this you know todd usually does our labyrinth reviews so i'm glad that i was able to to steal one away from him and and finally review a beer of theirs on the show so yeah yeah that's awesome i, now, Todd, I thought it was Todd, i haven't made it i haven't made it through the myriad of beers that you've given to me is one of these in my box sitting over here yes Yes, there is one sitting on. There is one in your box sitting on the floor over there. Um, you both received the same, the same exact beers. So if one of you, unlike Obert, I actually made sure that they were like everybody got one of the beers. No, oh, that's that's cool. I'm good. Sounds good. I might might make its way into the fridge tonight. Yeah, there you go. Well, so I'm just my first couple of sips. I can I can vouch for this beer. Um, definitely unusual. I've never had a beer like this before, but it works. It works really well. Uh. A fun twist on the regular pumpkin ale that we always see. Uh, it has more cinnamon than I would have guessed. It's got a slight burn in the back of my throat um, that really complicates. Good burn the or way. bad burn? Uh, it's a good burn. It's a good burn, and it's like not like boozy burn, but like I said, a cinnamony, like you know, cinnamon spice. 
burn. And everything nice. Cinnamon spice and everything nice. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's pretty flat, which I find surprising. You know, a lot of times you'll end up with a stout with that clingy, you know, darker head. This doesn't have anything like that at all. Um, I taste a little bit of the sweetness from the lactose as well, uh, which helps balance it out. Um, it's pretty heavy. It says here 6% alcohol, which surprises me because this is a heavy enough beer where I think 16 ounces is enough for me, where I wouldn't want to dive back into another one of these right away. Um, See, and to me, I thought it was an easy enough drinker that I could drink the entire four pack in one sitting and not realize that it was a 6% beer. You mean you'd think it was even less than 6%? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was just a super easy drinker that I just, it, to me, it, it, honestly tasted like a pumpkin spice latte and i was just like i could just i could drink this entire four pack or eight pack or whatever how many ever packs were sitting in front of me when i (laughs) had it well i can confirm well i think you're the only one on this show who's had a pumpkin spice latte or you say you've never had one oh i've definitely had one okay yeah i've i've not had one i haven't either yeah i I don't get white girl wasted i guess i had some pumpkins i had pumpkin brewed coffee on my way to play beer pong on halloween because you know you have to but uh, that's the closest I've ever come to pumpkin spice latte. Now, is there a reason for that? Well, I I mean, like we discussed last week in our handles, I, uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm kind of new to the coffee game, especially, you know, lattes aren't really my thing. So never really reached out and hadn't gone for the pumpkin spice latte. But, I feel, you know. I feel like you owe it to yourself before the, before the end of pumpkin season. Before should, that last slice of pie is consumed. Right. <laughs> you should get yourself a pumpkin spice latte. Maybe maybe in your trek across the country, you pick one up on your for your ride so you stay a little bit awake. There you go. But well, you should, definitely should try one. What's your west of Sleepy Hollow? You're out of pumpkin. You're out of pumpkin world. It's all in the northeast, baby. So I got to get it here <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I um I like this beer. I'll, it's it's unique. Um, my maybe I'm getting a little bit of a muted flavor profile just because of my you know I'm a little stuffed up here. But um, it sounds like you really enjoyed it, Todd. You thought it was an easy drinker. Um, what any any other thoughts on what I'm missing here? No, I I thought it was just a really good easy drinking beer. Um, I th- thought it tasted you know it was a good stout. It's not too heavy. Uh, you know, Labyrinth makes a pretty good their their stouts. Are, in general, tend to be on the lighter side. So, like, their Herberus or their Mochatron, um, they all tend to be slightly lower ABV, so 7 and below. Really easy, kind of goes down uh, nice. They're kind of like, like I would call it like stouts for beginners, people for people who don't like stouts, just because their stouts are, are good, and they taste good. I mean, even as a fan of the stouts. I completely I agree with stouts. all that. Um, I could see that for sure in this style, where it's like, you know, it's not like a bourbon barrel-aged type of motor oil thick stout it's um just it's one you could kick back drink with the girls you know around uh places that you drink pumpkin spice lattes i don't know uh, i was gonna say boots. this does sound like it sounds like a beer that dana would enjoy a lot yeah i don't know what if i guess you could watch you could watch like the bachelor there you go watch, watch the, the bachelor, bachelor drink this north face ugg boots <laughs> drink one of these yep i mean um, if you're gonna watch one of them you might as well watch the bachelor you know so yeah, I don't that, know. I don't know what season it is. Is it Bachelorette season or Bachelor season? I am. I don't even know. I think they alternate or something. Nah. So I think I'm gonna give this uh, probably. This is a solid four from me. Okay. Um, you know, really good pumpkin beer. I'm actually sad. I think this is like I had a shipyard pumpkin head 
uh, when I got to Connecticut. But other than that, I don't think I had many pumpkin beers at all this year. Um, I better I better get cracking these last couple weeks in November. Yeah, you got you got time <laughs> to rectify that. Yeah, but uh, as far as Untapped goes, I'm uh, gonna guess they're they're more or less in line with me. Uh, I don't know if Labyrinth has that hot pipe of having higher rated beers, but I think it's going to be like a 409. So, out of 55 check-ins. Oh, okay. Now, if I was a good soundboard guy, this is where, this would be where, like, you would hear, like, Sammy Hagar shout, 55, but I don't have that yet. No, you could, we just have you simulating it. 55! Oh, he did find the button, after all. Okay. (laughs) Sammy's here. Uh, It is a 4.01. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. And again, Solid I feel showing. like under 100 check-ins, it's hard to really have a good average. But, uh, you know, I was right in line with what I had. So Nice. Sound, it sounds really good. I, like I said, I might fish it out, throw it in the fridge. It's, it's definitely worth it. You're going to be sad after you drink it, though, because you only have one. Right. Well, Dana, Dana's been really craving a beer, and uh, so that sounds like a good share with share with Dana beer. So, yeah, I'm so I'm I'm still in Connecticut. I'm still staying at my parents' house. And uh, mm. yesterday, my my dad is like, "Hey, I'm starting to play, have this beer." I'm like, "Sorry, that's the one I gotta have tomorrow on the podcast. Otherwise." <laughs> He's like, oh, darn. So he's going to be bummed to find out it was actually really good. Just be like, yeah, it was bad. And then he well, won't I find would, out. But he listens oh, to the podcast. Damn so. it. I was going to say, maybe <laughs> maybe he's not caught up. You'll already be home. I meant, I meant point four. It's, I oh, really saw oh, yeah. okay, point there we go. four. I was back. Yeah, and, and yeah. the Intapiverse <laughs> was also point four oh one. Yeah. So. Yes. Very yeah, we close. Misspoke. Very close. Sorry. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Obert. Oh. But uh, awesome, cool. All right. Well, it looks like Todd is ready to go. Hold on. Is that all I have to do? No, I learned. I learned. I'll pick up the beer first. I win. So this week, um, after all the hype from our live episode about Abomination, mm. I decided that I would bring an Abomination beer this week. <laughs> it was live. Actually, we were live and in person. Dana, we're gonna argue Dana about this for a, a long time. Dana made the comment. She's like, "How come Todd does not understand the live versus not live thing?" <laughs> we were live in person when we recorded it. Yes, that is there we true. Go. But when there you listen go. to it on Monday, okay. What if I say on the episode of drinking with we friends? We can't talk about it every week. We talked about it last week. We got to move on. But, <laughs> All right. But in the in-person episode we just had, correct. On the episode of drinking with friends, we raved about uh, the wandering in the fog beers. From Abomination Brewing Company. So they were doing a... a they, they came up with another beer. I bought it. It's pumpkin beer. Uh, surprise, surprise. Because we're all doing pumpkin beers. And I thought I would bring it to this week's episode. Because it, it seemed fitting given the conversation that we, ha- we had two weeks ago. So this is called the Forbidden Pumpkin. It is an Imperial Milkshake style IPA. Brewed with pumpkins, spices, vanilla, and milk sugar. Holy crap. It is called the... Annual pumpkin release number one. Um, if you look at the can, it is the is a picture of a weird. I guess you'd call uh, ah. He's wearing a mask. There's a guy in a mask carrying a pumpkin. It's like and legally it, distinct from Michael Myers. Mask. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like they like they were trying to go from Mike Myers, but they had to add in a few colors uh, to make it work. Go check out the uh, the Instagram to see that. But you can also see there's like a, a guy with like creepy hands creeping up behind him. Um, trying to get the forbidden pumpkin 
and the, the delicious liquid that's inside. Yeah, this sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It is uh, 9.3% ABV, by the way. Sounds about right. Yeah. So let's... uh. It's beer 45, and Todd's thirsty. So, it looks exactly like what you would expect an IPA to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys will see out of the cool director glass, too. Um, on the nose, I don't get any pumpkin. Good start. Maybe a little spice, but there's definitely no like pumpkin spice. But I can definitely smell like a like a clover type smell. But it's not it's not like a pumpkin like cinnamon spice smell. Doesn't smell like a pumpkin pie. I'll tell you that. Um, going in for a taste. There's the pumpkin. So it's it's a little weird because it's very good. Uh, I'll put that out there. But it's sweet with some pu- with pumpkin flavor. So it's it doesn't taste like. Like, unlike they're wandering in the fog, which you just taste it and you're like, oh, this is, this is something special happening right here in, in the mouth. This is, this doesn't taste like wandering in the fog. It's very sweet on the front. Um, it kind of fades out with a nice pumpkin spice flavor. So I would almost, Obert, kind of looping back to what you're drinking with the pumpkin spice latte. This, this would, this is almost like what I would expect. Like, if that's the pie and you're eating, you're taking a bite of, of, of your beer being the pie, this is the aftertaste that I would expect from that. It's very calm and pumpkin-y but nothing overpowering um i don't get a lot of milk like the the milkshake flavor uh it's just it's sweet and it's good but it's not it's different i I guess i've never had a pumpkin ipa before yeah Mm. it sounds like really challenging to describe yeah it it definitely is just because it's it's such a weird like when you have an ipa you never expect to say i taste pumpkin (laughs) like i don't taste other hot bitterness is trying to compete with those flavors right (laughs) I don't taste any other fruit. I taste, you know, hot bitterness and pumpkin spice. And they kind of just melt, mind meld into this beer. <laughs> I guess I would expect that, but it sounds a little lackluster. Uh, see, mm. it, it sounds like, so I, I feel like I'm doing a bad job on this. I'm not giving it its due. This is a good beer. This is a very good beer. Um, I'm impressed that there was a brewery out there that was able to say, we're going to do something different and we're going to make a, a pumpkin IPA. Because I don't know, I don't know how you do that, yeah, especially I, what, by muting all the other hop flavors too. I guess I meant more like I don't think we're going to be seeing pumpkin IPAs taking the world by storm next uh, September thirtieth. No, <laughs> I think that in the hands of the wrong brewery, this would be a terrible beer. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, Chris, there was there was last year where we uh we went to that that beer festival and there was there was a lot of bad pumpkin beers. I wouldn't say there was a lot. There were a few. But then there was also one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had. So That's true. Run the gambit, you know? You know but like 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 you said, pumpkin pumpkin is a powerful weapon. If you uh put it in the wrong the hands of someone evil, they're gonna make a bad beer with it. That's what they've always said. Uh versus I mean, it is with a very great flavor evil comes great responsibility. Squash. Right. With great pumpkin <laughs> becomes Charlie Brown. Right. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that saying goes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the age-old saying. <laughs> oh man, I like that one. That was a good one. That's you know what? That's that deserves a yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So, anyways, your double pumpkin pa. What do you ppa? I guess it would be a an ipp i ipp upp. <laughs> It, well, we it's, it's an IIPPA. IIPPA. Imperial India Pale Pumpkin Ale. IIPPA. So, 
what do you what do you think your ep papa ep papa i'm gonna i would give this i'll go with a four two five i think it's unique enough to where it deserves that that little kick okay and out of 883 check-ins all right what do you what do you think it has on untapped so abomination does have hashtag hop hype attached to it um people love this brewery because of the wandering in the fog series so I'm going to think that they're close to me. I will say a f- 4.22. Very close. Making a big bid for Man of the People. 4.20. 420. You should have just guessed 420. Yeah. I should have just guessed 420. <laughs> I don't know why we don't do that when we when write that I, every I single know. time. Yeah, but yeah, 4.20. So... Um, and actually, I have five friends that checked it in. Also, four point two zero. So it's exactly a four point two zero. That's a, so, so sound. That's another one that sounds good. Damn. <laughs> I hope I hope my pumpkin beer is good. Jeez. Yeah, I hope so. now now you've you've got a lot of a uh, lot of expectations behind your beer. And like, I'm excited for mine, but I don't think I don't think it's going to be a four or four and a quarter. <laughs> I, I just don't based on what it is. So, Chris. Yay, beer. What, <laughs> what is your beer? All right, so this was one I pulled off the shelf at uh, the Big Y near Tud's house, which had a phenomenal selection of beer. And uh, it was one I've, I've done. I did the original, the OG, but now I'm back with the pumpkin. Uh, and this is the Harpoon series where they, they're partnered with Duncan uh, to bring coffee-flavored beers. And um, this is Dunkin' Pumpkin by Harpoon Brewing Company. Nice. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm I like excited. I love I love Harpoon. Uh, I think their beer is always very good. So Todd, I I uh, guess you're the odd man out without the coffee pumpkin beer tonight. That is true. Mm. I know yeah, you. you I know you that. have some. You have that pump the pumpkin coffee, don't you? I have, yeah the pump. I have the pumpkin cold brew. I also have the pumpkin. Uh, well, the Warlock, which is also brewed with 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 coffee, I'd be actually impressed. That, you know, if this was an I I I P P A with coffee, E Papa, I, I bet think you it's that I P I P A. It's like E I E I O I P I P A I P I P A. Right. So this is an I P I P A with coffee. <laughs> That'd be really really weird. I P C P A. I had no idea it was such a big segment of pumpkin beers were coffee beers, but I guess so. Mm, yeah, I mean, if well, you the think PSL about it, how do you, thing, you know? how do you eat the how do you usually consume pumpkin outside of pie? Seed form. Mm-hmm. Yep, baby baby pumpkins, like I like to call. Them. <laughs> I've never never eaten a <laughs> roasted real pumpkin. baby ro- ro- roasted baby pumpkins. Um, I, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I've had it in like there's some chilies that use a pumpkin base. Um, a chili, a chili pumpkin beer, maybe. With, I mean, I was talking fresh, like I was maybe talking, with like, raw meat, meat chili. Pump, like, how about like a pumpkin bisque beer? Yeah, there we go. Ooh, there you go. Hmm, I, I don't know. Now Other than that, know, I mean, it's pretty much our, just pies. For our next beer, yeah. we're going to brew next pumpkin year. Pumpkin bisque beer. The thing is, you got to buy the pumpkin now so we can brew it in August. So it'll be ready for pumpkins. That's true. That's going to be difficult. That so you is have to true. buy it and freeze it, essentially. Or get the cans. There's always cans. There is always cans. Anyway, Chris, what are you yes. thinking? Yes. Uh, Dunkin' Pumpkin. Dunkin' Pumpkin. 
So uh, I did the original, the OG. I know they've done a few since then, but here we are. We're back. Harpoon, one of my all-time favorite breweries, pretty much for nostalgia alone. Um, on the back, it says Harpoon plus Duncan plus Pumpkin. And literally, an, if you were to just look at those two big labels, that's all you would know about this beer. But it says, this fall treat is another tribute to all the days that Duncan has helped us fire up the brew kettle. Cheers. Wait, I missed part of it. It starts with, <laughs> that's the ending. <laughs> that's, that's, Chris likes to read his sentences halfway through. That's the ending of it. Uh, it says, inspired by our favorite fall latte, this ale is brewed with pumpkin, fall spices, and a splash of coffee. So, um, sounds like another PSL on the way, but this one is in just, I think, ale form, but we're going to find out. 5.2% alcohol. Hmm. A lot of pumpkin spice. Uh, so got it poured. It smells. Is it weird? It smells Belgiany. Is it weird? I get a a Belgian smell out of it, and I don't know is why. Is it a stout? No, no, no. Okay, so no, it's a it's a it's a darker ale. It's like it's a brown. I mean brown. It, it looks it looks like poop water. <laughs> it it does look like poop water. You're not wrong. Uh, but it's like brown. So it's like someone brewed a traditional pale ale and mm-hmm. stirred a bunch of pumpkin puree into it. And then that'd be the color you would get. We, right, we think right. it's pumpkin puree. Yeah, I mean, I, for some reason, I just get a weird Belgian-y thing. I don't know if it's cloves. I don't know what it is, but I get like a Belgian smell to it. Maybe a hint of that the pumpkin spice. Um, so we're going to jump into it. I had high hopes. I don't know anymore. We're going to find out. As so. we all know, Chris is not the biggest Belgian fan on the podcast. Correct. Yes, you- I'm probably the third biggest. <laughs> Going back in time, you liked the original Harpoon mm-hmm. Duncan beer, right? Yeah, I think I gave it a three and three seven five or three and a half, something like that. Okay, and I think I think I gave it around. I think I three seven five Mid sounds threes, right. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was a solid, uh, like a solid beer. So okay, let's let the mouth the mouth smell take over. Okay, he spits it all over his computer. Okay, so this is this is not this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be based on the smell. So that's good. All right. Um, so no Belgian flavor. There's a tad bit. There's a tad bit. I think some of the spices may be very comparable to like a Belgian, but like it's very, very flavorful. It's got a lot of flavor to it. I get a lot of coffee. I get I get some pumpkin and then a decent amount of pumpkin spice. So it's 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 actually not it's not amazing, but it's not bad. It's pretty good once you get once you get it in there and let it let it let the your mouth acclimate to it yeah i mean it's i don't know i've never had a psl as we've discussed already but it definitely it, it packs it packs a bit of a flavor punch uh you 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 i get a lot of coffee undertones throughout the whole sip and i get a hint just a hint of, a hint of pumpkin um it's not overly pumpkiny it's more pumpkin spicy so um, you it's know, hard that's... to get a lot of pumpkin flavor in a beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you you know it's easy to it's it's easy to mask, especially when you're putting in with coffee and with pumpkin spice. Um, I I try to tend uh, to the ones that taste a little bit more pumpkiny than this. Um, but it's it's not it's not bad. It's pretty good. Um, I mean, if you like coffee and you like a pumpkin a pumpkin-y spice kind of thing, might be might be up your alley. It might be a little bit too 
it's not very uh, it, I don't get a lot of sweet I get a lot more bitter than anything so like it's okay. not like it's not like uh, but um, it definitely has a little bit of a bite to it and uh, so you know do keep that in mind if you're out there searching perusing the big Y's and you see this on the shelf um, and but other than that I mean I think it's a solid beer the mouth the, the the mouth the no the nose the nose taste throws me off a little bit but it's it's solid uh, it's not not as good as the original, I don't think, and not definitely not the best pumpkin beer I've had. Um, I'm gonna give it a straight up. I'm just gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I mean, it's 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 good. It's fine. I'm glad I've had it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Duncan plus harpoon equals okay beer so far, <laughs> like a three point six six something. Um, but yeah, love beer, love life, just like they say. Um, untapped. I think of the untapped verse. There are seven thousand two hundred and forty eight chickens. Oh, jeez. Oh man. Okay, so I think they'll be. Hmm, I think they're going to be higher than me, but I don't think by much. I don't think it's going to hit three seven five. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it, you guys. Three point six nine. So you were close. Three point six zero. Ah, damn. Okay. Okay. I didn't. Three point six nine was ambitious, but I was yeah. like, we just talked about it. the four twenty. We had to go for. It. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. It's, it's interesting that you and Obert, we are all within 0. 0.1 uh-huh. of being the man of the people, but you and Obert were 0. 0.9 off. Todd gets it tonight, but uh, real quick. So if you're showing up for Thanksgiving dinner when you're bringing a six and or four pack of our beers tonight, which one is most likely going to be the one that is going to make it to your family Thanksgiving? You're going to show up and say, try it out, folks. I got a beer to share with you guys. In this, in this situation, am I driving? You had to get there. I don't know. I'm asking which one you're bringing to share with your family on Thanksgiving. With with my family, I'd bring the one that you had because I think that that my mom would like that one the best. Me, I'd probably bring this one. So think... in the in the Thanksgiving spirit of drinking all your own beer, <laughs> you would bring the abomination one. Correct. Okay. I mean, but Good. if I just make sure if, that's clear. But but if I was sharing it with other people, I would bring the beer that you had, Obert, because I feel like that would be more well received by the group. Yeah, I think that this is. Uh, I think of the three we've heard about tonight, the pumpkin spice from Labyrinth sounds like a crowd pleaser. Mm. So, hey, if you're looking yeah. for ideas to bring as a little bit of a, what do you, what do you call it, after dinner drink maybe to have with your dessert Thanksgiving and you want to be the hero this year, um, stop by Labyrinth if they have any left. I don't know. It's, I think it's going fast. So instead of, instead of a dessert wine, it's a dessert beer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, tell them that. <laughs> the official podcast of Labyrinth Brewing Company sent you. <laughs> Use DAWF Podcast at checkout for. <laughs> yeah. Use DAWF Podcast at checkout for your promo code of $0 off. But right. you should still do it anyways. Still type it in there. Well, it's only a few keystrokes. What's it going to kill you? Uh, <laughs> right. You you might get 100% off. Who knows? Yeah. You, no one knows. No one really knows. Um, but to answer your question, over, I think I would bring yours as well. So, because Labyrinth is good and our friends. Correct. So before we head into handles this week, uh, we had a little of a bit of a brewing experiment project we worked on when uh, Chris was up here in Connecticut, and mm-hmm. uh, we did. I think it went pretty well. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, it. I don't know. I I enjoyed brewing when I lived in Connecticut. It was the first time we'd done it in a while. So um, some weird readings afterwards, though. <laughs> yeah. So. So just to just to tell you know inform the audience, we brewed a white chocolate blonde stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It was myself, Chris Obert, 
and our friend Nick, and then Nick brought his son, and Obert brought popcorn. So the the gang was all there. Yeah, the five of us brewed a, uh, a white stout, and I think it turned out pretty well. Except for as Chris said, you know, when we went to go take the OG reading, um, the beer registered lighter than water with on the on the hydrometer. But I can tell you this: it definitely fermented because there was a lot of bubbles. And when I went down there, um, I check it. I check it out every twelve hours to make sure that it's still operating properly. Um, sometime between the first, sometime within the first between thirty six and forty eight hours, the, uh, the 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 top popped off. So there yeah, was the a airlock. lot of yeah, the airlock popped off. So there was a lot of ferment- fermentation happening. Um, it's still fermenting. It's still bubbling away. So that's good. Uh, it smells delicious down there. Now, granted, half my basement is coated in you know, uh, uh, early stages of this beer uh, liquid, but it so smells it, so it amazing. exploded. Mm. Oh yeah, it, it right off the top. <laughs> sounds um, like a different. Sounds like another beer that I had recently. <laughs> Ted, Ted gave me a, one of his last homebrew batches, and I uh, woke up the next morning after taking it home, and uh, maybe just in transport or whatever, but. The bottle had literally exploded in the middle of the night, and there was sh- the the cap was still on the bottle, but there was shards of bottle all over and beer all over the room. <laughs> he a- did. He he sent pictures. It was it was pretty spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little upset because I really wanted that bottle back, and now I have to go get another bottle. Yeah, I'm upset because I didn't get to drink it, and I had to clean it off of all of my other beers and off of the floor and walls. And pick up a bunch of glass, but yours sounds like now, a bigger problem. It, when you when you took the really picture, over, you should buy him a new glass. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I really know. should. How dare you? When I, folks, in my defense, who leaves a cooler full of beer open? Because had you left the cooler closed, none of this would have happened. Well, it just would have exploded entirely inside the cooler. Right. That that would have been much better than cleaning it off of walls and floors and that's, I guess dogs. That's true. Yep, I can see how this is one hundred percent my fault now. <laughs> see, listen, I've had that. I in my in my second defense, I've had those keep bottles. Going, keep going, Ted. I've had I've had those bottles in my house for well over two years, and none of them have exploded. <laughs> yeah, because that's one we brewed, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, shit, I moved away almost three years ago. Exactly, so that's how old they are. Damn. Wait, you gave me a three-year-old beer? It's <laughs> fine, it's aged. I'm never going to drink it, so. I didn't I'll give you another one next time you're over. Floor. But, uh, no, back to, the, back to our white chocolate blonde stout. We did a combination of grain and extract brewing. Um, yeah, we did, we added the uh, cacao nibs, kind of when we did our bittering with the hops. And um, I'm excited. Hopefully it works out for you, Todd. Uh, when are you planning on, on racking the beer, moving it to uh, secondary fermentation? So when this episode drops, I have to go downstairs and I have to pour in the white chocolate flavoring uh, at the two-week mark. Um, then we let it sit for another two to three weeks, and then we then we rack it into whatever type of vessel I'm going to keep it in. I'm going to put it in a keg. Um, that way I can pour off growlers and give it to people, but that way I can also, uh, pour them off into bottles and cap them and send them to you guys too. Hopefully. Yeah. Are you going to bottle condition them too? I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pasteurize them before they go. So that way they don't explode like the ones that they, the one that you took home. Okay. Oh boy. Hope you don't get in trouble for mailing an explosive device. (laughs) No, no, I'm going to pasteurize it. It'll be fine. Okay. Cause I'm. 
All you gotta gotta do is stick it underneath really hot water for about three minutes. Okay. I've been researching this. This is how you do it, so. (laughs) I I hope it works out. Yeah. (laughs) It's gonna be interesting. Plane goes down in over Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Two bottles of beer exploded. (laughs) Killing seven on board. Oh, good God. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was a good time. It was just, you know, hanging out. Um, and it was the first time I've brewed in three years, so it was, it was good. It was good. Hopefully it comes out. Hopefully it's the best beer we've ever brewed. Cheers to that. That would be impressive. I mean, we, we brewed we brewed four beers, right? The second one that we brewed, the, the Sip of Sunshine clone, mm-hmm. so far still stands as the best beer that we've brewed. I bet. No, it sounds like... Hopefully the beer comes out good. And uh, with that, I think it's time for everybody's part of the episode that they like. <laughs> the three-handled Frosty mug of wisdom that we take out of the freezer, which with which we dispense wisdom, advice, products, things, wisdomy wisdom, etc. Uh, and as always, our honorary Pete Jordan, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Jordan of the Wreck My mm. Podcast crew. Todd, man of the people, what period are you going in? Yes, so I am man of the people this week, so I get a little bit of little bit of honking. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> honk, 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 <laughs> The live rendition, nice. It's so weird that it wouldn't play. But anyways, uh, I'm going... Obert, you know what? You go first. Sure. So I teased it a little bit two weeks ago when I told you all about Libby, the uh, audiobook app from your library. And I said, might have a Libby book for you coming up in the near future. So that's what I'm bringing this week. This is a book from Malcolm Gladwell called Talking to Strangers. Okay. Um, He's done a few other books. I think Outliers was one of them. I forget some of the other books he's had, but he's has a successful podcast called Revisionist History, and um, he uh, he kind of th- takes you on like unexplored sides of things and perspectives you might not have thought about before. And um, I think this book of his came out in 2020 or so, uh, maybe 2019, late 2019. But the reason I like this audiobook is because it they incorporated a bunch of clips they said whenever they could find our original audio from the people they were interviewing they got a lot of their people's own voices in the audiobook and malcolm gladwell narrates the rest of it and he does a really good job so i like it that it's give you a little bit extra than just reading the book on the page but um the the premise is how a lot of times when you when people meet strangers they have a really hard time uh understanding their motivations especially if someone's telling the truth or lying um there's really cool anecdotes about like uh 
famous spy from Cuba in the FBI. And they interviewed someone who was like suspicious, but couldn't really put their finger on why. And uh, they had a lot of cool little anecdotes like that. It was a really quick listen. I think it was only like 13 hours. So uh, it's it was something that you could you know put on during the car and your commute. And depending on how long your commute is, finish it pretty quickly. So uh, solid book. Definitely would recommend it. If you've, if you've heard of any of Malcolm Gladwell's stuff, I'd say this holds up. If you haven't, definitely check him out because he has a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, I can speak on behalf of Malcolm Gladwell because I've listened to Outliers, one, one of his other books, and it's very, very good. Um, and Tud, I don't know, a good friend of the show, Dan was the one that told me about it so maybe he mentioned it in passing i don't know but um outlier is also a very good book but yes okay so listen to his stuff okay so with that todd what do you want second period or third period here i'll take third period all right chris handed it off to you fill up our all right. mug okay so there was a new game that i had well actually i don't know how new it is but it's new to me so that's what it counts and uh I played it on stream the other day, and it is called The Universum. I don't know if you've seen this or heard of this, nope. uh, but it's kind of like a kind of like a Sims kind of thing where uh, Sims are a, uh, maybe a, a, someone said it's like Spore, but it's not not quite like Spore. Um, but you start off and uh, you're in the like your your habitat trying to habitize a new planet is that a word habitize habitate uh, habitate that's the one no you're i trying like habitize to, better you're that trying to habitize uh <laughs> you're trying to habitate a new planet and uh you are playing the role of god so you can um you can do pretty much whatever whatever you want to do you can strike people down with thunder you can use telekinesis you have magical healing powers things of that nature and you can basically you're trying to plan the civilization out and you know you have two starter starter nuggets as they're called and they have to populate the planet and so on and so forth and um so it's it's a lot of fun and a little bit of a learning curve i'll give you that because <laughs> at first there's not a lot of help and you're just kind of like i don't know what the hell i'm doing so uh but once you get the hang of it it's a lot of fun and the cool thing about it is because I am a streamer, I, I, there's actually Twitch integration. So my chat can play along with me so they can create their own little nugget and uh, they can be a person in my world and they can tell their nugget to do certain things. Like, And, you know, the, the more that you watch, the more that you're in the stream and things like that, you gain points. So you can use those points like Dana even though I was mad at her, she was in my, she was part of my thing. And she actually set a fire and like burnt my entire, my entire village down. <laughs> now, did she do that herself? Yeah. Cause you, you can, you can, you can tell there's, there's like a list of commands you can do and you spend your action points that you get to do these commands. You get like five action points a minute or something like that. So she actually spent her 50 action points to set a fire in my, my village and burn it to the ground and i was like god damn it so but then as as the god i picked her up and i threw her into the sea for being bad <laughs> so <laughs> but, but it's pretty fun i mean you try to you try to and it you know a lot of the other stuff is you know gaining resources and making sure you have enough food and water to get through winter and things like that and expanding and um it's it's pretty fun. So I'll be playing it on and off on stream. If you're interested, drop on by. You can make your own little nugget. Um, but 
there's a single player mode as well that you can also play but it's 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 pretty it was pretty entertaining it's on steam i think it was like 30 bucks on steam or something like that so um but yeah it was uh it's it was a good time it was a lot of fun uh i <laughs> kept throwing things into the sea that was my thing i'm like i'm merciless god <laughs> you go into the <laughs> is, sea <laughs> is is there like a combat aspect to this too are there like hostile tribes or hostile nuggets so there there are other nuggets. I don't know if there's hostile ones. So far I've only seen one other tribe and they wanted to trade with me. So I don't I don't know that I haven't made it far enough yet that I'm sure there is. Uh, so but maybe, there's I'm all, looking this at this. Uh, maybe this is a stupid question but can you win this game? I don't know. I don't know. Like you kind of Or is you, it just like I, a never-ending world builder? I'm not 100% certain. Uh I know they're still they st- they're releasing new ages. Like they have the mod- the modern ages coming out soon. So, um you know, right now you can make it up to up to the modern age and you do um research tasks to unlock new buildings and unlock new things of society and it's it's it, I think it could get pretty in depth like you can have a governor and like a uh, master of agriculture and like all I don't know it's a lot of stuff that you can a master you can of nuggets yeah master of nuggets so um, I don't know it, it's pretty fun I, I will two things I'm looking at it right now on steam and I love how they advertise it with now with roads <laughs> <laughs> I did see that when I downloaded it yeah now with but this roads. this sounds like a lot like a game and it looks a lot like a game that I used to play back like when I was like a kid called Populous, and it it just the art style, everything looks like that, and you played a god, and like your followers had like powers, and like you were like a shaman, and you can like cast powers and stuff like that. I, it, this reminds me a lot of that, that and a little like a, a black, black and white. If you guys remember that game, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone in the chat did talk about black and white as well. So, um, and and you know, it's I don't know, it's uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty fun, it's pretty exciting. Uh, so I can't wait can't wait to play it again. And throw more people into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the universe sim. Uh, and Tud, you have the, you're the third period. So here you go. I'm kicking it off to you in in the dugout. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about a new app, a new feature from an app that uh, I think everybody should know about. For those of you who know, obviously, uh, we talk about video games quite often during these handles. Um, recently, Microsoft updated their app on iPhones and Androids where you can stream your Microsoft uh, Xbox you can you can stream your Xbox one uh, wirelessly from anywhere in the house on your phone uh, so they updated it recently or recently so you can literally stream anything you, you any game you have that's that's either in your Xbox or from game pass and you can play it anywhere on your phone whether you're in your house or out on the, the road as long as you have good Wi-Fi connection uh, something that uh, people have been clamoring for for years, and Microsoft is pushing this out right before the release of their Xbox Series X in a couple weeks. So, just a quick little update for those of you who, who like video games and want to also be able to play while you're out traveling. I don't know where you're traveling right now, um, but maybe let's say you're gearing up for a ride across country and you have an Xbox at home. Yeah, hypothetically. <laughs> Not that anybody would. No. And you want to play it while you know while you're sitting in your uh, RAV4 and uh, waiting for your dog to go to sleep at night and you wanted to play some video games, you you could definitely do that. So you said this is the Microsoft app? Yeah, so there's an Xbox app. Um, it's And you once you update it to the newest whatever release it is... Okay, so, it's not, then, so if I'm in the App Store, I'm not searching for Microsoft, I'm searching for Xbox. 
It is so yeah. So it's the, it's the Xbox app. Okay. Oh, uh, so you want to download it? It is but on the Apple. If app I don't store, have an Xbox, like the, it won't do anything for me. Correct. Then you won't be able to do anything. Sorry, you're shit out of luck. Okay. Well, but Xbox are, owners, and by and I don't mean Xbox. I mean one of the new ones, the Series S or the Xbox One. Yeah, Xbox One, or if you're going to get an Xbox Series X next week, um, you'll be able to do it then too. But yeah, it's you can stream from your phone now, whether you have an Android or an Apple phone. I just don't like how they... Why do they number them so badly? <laughs> I don't get it. Listen, ask Nintendo. Remember the Wii U? Well, I mean, at least they have different names for stuff. And PlayStation just goes in order. Xbox, it's like, I don't know what I'm getting into. Well, there was, there was the Xbox and the 360, then the Xbox One, and now it's the Xbox Series X. But there's different kinds of Series Xs, right? I think there's two. Okay, I'm not even going to get but into they, that. Just take they us both away. Look... Take us away from this 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 confusion of Xboxes. <laughs> all right, well, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, and thank the people who provided today's beers. I will go first with Thinking Abomination for their IIPPA, their Forbidden Pumpkin Imperial Milkshake Style India Pale Ale. I would like to thank Harpoon and Duncan for the Duncan Pumpkin. And I want to thank Labyrinth and also t- tip my hat to Todd who generously gave me this beer for the uh, pumpkin spice pumpkin spice from Labyrinth. uh please make sure you're heading over to social media and following us at dawf podcast also make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawf podcast at gmail.com uh make sure you're sending over your emails over there uh let us know what you thought thought about the pumpkin episode let us know your favorite pumpkin uh beer as well in the email also make sure you head over to discord and join our discord if you'd uh, like to participate in live conversations with um everybody who's over on discord also make sure you're heading over to itunes and leaving us a five-star rating as well as a comment that engagement really helps uh make sure you're also sharing this with your friends uh whoever like whoever you like to drink craft beer with i know you guys can't go out of your house right now and drink craft beer with your friends so what better way than to drink alone with your friends while listening to drinking alone with friends that way you guys learn about new beers you guys can drink together over your zoom meetings every friday um or monday or monday you don't have to wait for the end of the week do it right when the episode comes out any day that ends with a y you can do it I assume I assume that they listen to it on Mon- like they all listen to it on Monday like separately and then they get together on Friday to listen to it again. Oh, it's like a book club type thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, they listen you to do it your homework before you go to DAW listening party. Uh, right. I just want to say on Discord this week, tell us what pumpkin beer you're bringing to Thanksgiving. Ooh, there you go. And other uses for pumpkin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, other pumpkin <laughs> recipes. If you want to be the yeah. bubba of pumpkin, go ahead and let yeah. us know. <laughs> And so, with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Pumpkin shrimp, pumpkin lobster, pumpkin corn, pumpkin fries, pumpkin burger, pumpkin bun. Got the regular pumpkin seeds, got the spicy <laughs> pumpkin seeds. The, the, the cool ranch pumpkin seeds. Oh, I love those. <laughs> I like the nacho cheesier pumpkin seeds. <laughs> Spicy, spicy chili pumpkin she seeds. She's not big pumpkin for nobody no more. <laughs> That's really all that there is for pumpkin recipes. <laughs> yeah, I guess this, yeah, this is all there is. <laughs>